0: You are Locked On Pit, your daily podcast on the Pittsburgh Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, folks, welcome back to another episode of the Locked On Pit Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team Every day, I'm Nick Farabai, right for Pittsburgh Sports Now, work at WPTS Radio Station, and I am a production assistant at ACC Network. Folks, today I want to dissect the Virginia Tech defense, especially their pass coverage, why I think Pitt has a chance to break that defense despite a lot of talent on the Virginia Tech defense. That's our main topic, but we'll also talk more about their blitzes and how Pitt can potentially counter that and more all that coming up on locked on pit all right folks welcome back to the locked on pit podcast and as always thank you for making locked on pit your first listen every day you can find us on every platform wherever you listen make sure to leave a five-star review folks We got a really good episode today. I really want to break down these coverages that Virginia Tech runs. Because it's not the Bud Foster defense, right? And I think that's something that everyone, at least at Pitt, has gotten used to. Bud Foster, man, we're going up against this hyper-aggressive defense. Blitz coming. It's going to be an all-out blaze type of thing. Everyone's playing near the line of scrimmage. The free safety is maybe six yards deep. It's a very weird defense. They play man-free very weirdly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get the point, right? It's a completely different type of defense. When you go from Bud Foster to what now Justin Hamilton is doing with Virginia Tech, it's not the same. It's, in fact, such a vastly different thing, to me at least, in my opinion, that when we look at... What Pitt has to do, there's going to be similar things, but a lot of it is not going to be similar. Because what Hamilton does is he combines the foster aggressive philosophy, meaning a lot of blitzes. Yes, there are blitzes, 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 and expect those blitzes to come in droves, I believe, for Pitt this week. Because, again, that's kind of the identity that hasn't been tested yet for Pitt. You know, this is an offensive line that has... Been good communicating with their stunts. They really haven't allowed a lot of free rushers so far, but they also haven't been tested a ton with the blitzing. So it really and I mean Georgia Tech dropped eight and pit just diced them up. Kenny Pickett had all the time in the world, and there was really nothing that Georgia Tech could do to stop Kenny Pickett, and they never blitzed. So what's the what's the point then? Just blitz. Just stick to your identity as as Virginia Tech. You are a team that blitzes a lot and does have that identity. This is kind of, if you're a Steeler fan, and a lot of Pitt fans are, some aren't, but you know kind of how they were in 2019 and 2020 with how heavily blitzing they are. Now, that's not to say that you're going to see slot blitz all the time. You know, this isn't a Mike Hilton type thing. It's just a Virginia Tech thing. They blitz a lot and have a lot of different looks out of a lot of different things. And it's a good thing. I think, when you look at it overall, because I think Pitt finally gets to test themselves against something different. And for what I see, at least, from what Virginia Tech does with their blitzes up front is they really, really like to use exotic 4 mains. And what does that mean? Exotic four-man blitzing it's completely different compared to when they bring 5-6-7. And they will bring 5-6-7. You know, they it's not like they won't just bring four all the time. They do bring four, but you're probably not gonna see many three-man rushes, and you're probably not gonna see many straight four-mans. You're gonna get a lot of stunts, you know, tackle to end stunts. You're gonna see a lot of double cross blitzes, if you will. Things Pitt does a lot, you're gonna see a lot of that. You're going to see a lot of spinning, so so the edge rushers for Virginia Tech will stand up over the A-gap. You see guys going all the way from one A-gap to the opposing C-gap. They get exotic with these blitzes, and this is going to confuse Pitt, and Pitt is a veteran offensive line, which is good. It's really good, because they've seen a lot of things, but even still, you have to look at that and understand, listen... Pitt, to a degree, might be challenged a little bit in a way they haven't been. So, can they rise to the occasion? I think that's going to be the big question. And for Pitt overall, if you want to rise to the occasion, those blitzes are going to be huge. And, and, you know, Bud Foster was great at blitzes. But he never quite had the variations of which that Justin Hamilton does. He will bring his slack guy. He'll bring his outside corners He'll bring a double-A gap blitz with his linebackers. He will do crazy things. He'll do coffee stunts. If you don't know what coffee stunts is, that just means you're faking it, you're acting like you're going back in coverage, and then you come. It's a delayed blitz, right? Stuff like that. You look at everything that he does up front with the blitzes, and this is the biggest worry offensively for Pitt, in my opinion, because, again, I think that this team has yet to be stopped. There's also few schemes that run as many high-level blitz concepts as Virginia Tech. There's just, just not a lot of teams that do it. And that's the huge thing here for Pitt is, well, can you match the blitzing that Virginia Tech brings? A lot of really good blitzes, fire blitzes. They run a lot of man blitzing. So it's not just, you know, it's not like, oh, it's a zone blitz, it's a fire zone blitz. It's, it's a man blitz, it's not. And a lot of those are now blurring into each other anyways nowadays. There's not a ton of, you know, just... Oh yeah, there's there's the man blitz and there's the zone blitz. A lot of them blur the line now with the match coverages. And Georgia Tech does do a great, uh, Virginia Tech rather does a great job of blurring those lines as well. So the blitzes are going to be your big thing. But Pitt has an experienced offensive line. They have a really talented quarterback who can escape pressure, and also they have receivers and they've shown the ability to win underneath. It's not like you know Pitt has to throw deep and Pitt has to throw in the middle of the field. They've proven underneath hey, we can run mesh concepts and get it to those guys. We can get it to guys in space and they can make things happen. We can get underneath and beat you a little bit with dinking and dunking, force you to back off a little bit, and then we can hit you deep. We have no problem sustaining our drives. We can do that too. So don't think Pitt's just a one-dimensional, old oh, explosive passing offense. They've shown an ability to grind out 12, 13, 14 play drives. And, you know, that's it's, it's just going to be a different strategy, I think, that they're going to see from Virginia Tech. That they haven't seen from any other team because again, this is such a blitz heavy scheme with such exotic blitzes. And I kind of broke a few of those down for you. And it's going to be a lot of mental processing, good hand usage, great communication up front's going to be huge. Kenny Pickett might have to slide a few of his protections audible with the line. He does have the freedom. We know that now he has the freedom to call his plays and kind of audible things at the line. He might have to do that. He's a fifth year senior. They're very experienced and that will help Pitt, I think a lot in this game, but the scheme of that, the blitzing, it could give Pitt a little bit of trouble. And that's the one crutch you look at if Pitt could lose. All right, now I want to talk about the back end. What coverage might my Pitt C from Virginia Tech on Saturday. However, before I do that, I want to let you guys know about Sweatblock. Sweatblock is doctor-created and doctor-recommended wipes that work up to seven days per use. And they have a dry shirt guarantee. So, folks, if Sweat Block doesn't keep you dry, you get your money. Back right now, it's the best seller on Amazon, and they're currently the number one in the Amazon antiperspirant category. So here's the key thing. You can wear what you want. It's your little secret to confidence. And SweatBlock is a must-have in everyone's toiletry bag, whether it's for a big presentation, a date, just going out on the town, whatever. You need SweatBlock with you. So, folks, get it today for 20% off at SweatBlock.com with the promo code LOCKDOWN. Again, that's the promo code LOCKDOWN, or get it at Amazon and cvs all right folks welcome back to the locked on pit podcast and as always thank you for making locked on pit your first listen every day folks the coverages that virginia tech is going to run let's talk about them because, man, they are very specific because of the blitz schemes. And you have to talk about that because, man, if you don't talk about what the blitz schemes are in conjunction with the coverages. Because, as, as everyone should know by now, football goes hand in hand. The coverages go hand in hand with the blitzing. <laughs> just It's pretty simple. It's just a numbers game, right? So, here's the thing. What they'll do on the back end is interesting because there's a very real thing that they do that does carry over from Bud Foster's scheme. It's called the man free blitz. It's called the man free coverage as well. They just play man free. What does man free mean? You're sending blitzes in some manner, usually a hot blitz, and you're leaving your guys in man and the free safety obviously is going to be the single high safety. Now, Bud Foster would play his single high safety in in man free 6 yards, 5 yards, the line of scrimmage. There was no true free safety. It was a very weird type of scheme. It worked, though, for 30 years. Bud Foster's a legend in Blacksburg, and and everyone knows that. And and the last time Pitt went to Blacksburg, let's be real here, they were blanked by that. Now, does Justin Hamilton have a similar scheme to that? Not completely. And why I say that is because, first of all, he runs a more traditional man free. It's not like a Bud Foster very unique type of man free man free with justin hamilton is traditional you're going to see a deep safety you're going to see a guy played back you're going to see a lot of man coverage you can see a lot of press coverage but there's a lot of man coverage on the outside and virginia tech will flat will f- essentially flex their corner talent jermaine waller is going to be an nfl football player for them uh, on the outside there he had a pick six last week against notre dame uh, they have talent there uh, for for the cornerback position this is a good solid team. But listen, they're going to run a lot of man coverage. And this is why I think this is having changes to the pit. Because either one, you force them out into a different type of comfort zone. They don't play a ton of too high. They don't play a ton of, you know, oh, let's, let's keep things in front of us, right? They play a lot of man because they think they can cover you man to man. I don't think a lot of teams, I don't know if there is a team in the ACC, besides maybe Clemson on their schedule, That could actually match them, man for man. I don't know if anyone can match Pitt man to man. And I told you, Waller's a good player. So is Shamara Connor. So is Dorian Strong. So is Armani Chapman. They're good. They're fine players. But man, you look at what they have overall. They really cannot match what Pitt has, in my opinion. It's just Pitt has such a deadly group of weapons because you have Jordan Addison who even if he's not going, then you have Jared Wayne and then you have Shocky Jacques-Louis or Tacey or Mack or you have Jalen Barden, the speed guy. You have Melqui Stovall. You have all these very good players that have different roles and different skill sets and all of them are productive and then that's not even talking about Lucas Kroll, and then you can get the catch or two from Gavin Bartholomew, and then you can get Vincent Davis or Izzy Kanda involved as well underneath. There's so many levels to all this in the pit offense. And then there's Pickett, who maybe you do cover everyone, but you're in man. You're in man. He can escape the blitz, and then he goes off for a 10-yard skip. because he can run. There's so many threats involved with the pit offense, It's tough to neutralize all of them. And playing man coverage often doesn't work because of that. It's just tough to neutralize a team that is so good at beating you at all three levels of the field. They're not a one-dimensional team. They're not an explosive team only. They're a team that can grind out yards. They can beat you in the intermediate to middle of the field. They can beat you outside the numbers. They can beat you deep. They can beat you short. They can do everything. They have a potent screen game as well. Pitt has everything you look offensively that can give you trouble. It's not like some magical fix that Virginia Tech can run and say, yes, we have it solved. We have Kenny Pickett solved. This is what you do to beat Pitt right now. That hasn't been put out. The only way they can shut that down is if they keep first collapse the pocket and two big things, got to get pressure consistently. I'm talking 10 plus QB hits right now. Four or five sacks on Pickett. If they just got to collapse the offensive line, I don't see that happening. I don't. I think that Pickett is a guy that has grown leaps and bounds. I think he this offense as a whole has grown leaps and bounds. I think that's just such a tough ask to ask your guys to go, man's a man with this receiving core man. It really is. And then after that and then after that, even if Pickett maybe misses a few, you still have to deal with him running. Again, he's. it's not like Kenny Pickett's a, a fantastic run of the football. But man, he can do it. And he showcased it before. He has showcased that he can really beat you on the ground. So, the whole question around it is, I mean, what is Pitt? What they can't do, essentially. What can they not do? Against the Virginia Tech defense. Because this is a really bad matchup. I Virginia Tech can match up man-to-man versus most teams. Not Pitt. Not Pitt. They matched up man-to-man against UNC. UNC doesn't have the, the receiver or the depth that Pitt does. They matched up pretty well against West Virginia. Notre Dame gave them trouble, though. Kevin Austin had a big catch. There are a few guys that had a few big catches there. But I don't think they've met a deeper receiving core than Pitt. And the man coverage stuff is exactly why. And if Pitt's offensive line is as good as they are and they can pick up these blitzes and give Kenny Pickett a little bit of time, man, they're going to dice them up bad. I really think so. I think Pitt has a real big chance here to have a big game. The schemes just match up really well, I think, for Pitt given their personnel. We'll see if Virginia Tech can maybe live outside their comfort zone. That could be an unforeseen thing. Maybe they can live in too high. We'll see. But even too high has been busted by Kenny Pickett, and the pit offense, so is there a that can stop Pitt completely? I'm not sure, but maybe they show more exact things like trap coverages and a few things that Pitt maybe hasn't seen a lot this year. We'll see, but their man-free is kind of their base and in, in their bread and butter. So if they can't really live outside of that comfortably and they have to run a lot of single high, I don't know if anyone can match Pitt's weapons in that respect. Okay, I do want to talk about, I think, the X-Factor of Pitt's defense, I think it's the safeties this week, and we will talk about that. But first, folks, I want to let you know about rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to think to stock all the parts that you need for your car or truck. So why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand that their warehouse happens to carry? Folks, you have access with rockauto.com at home, and it's right in your pocket. You can save time and money when using rockauto.com, and Rock Auto has prices that are reliably low for every customer. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, Locked On in there, How Did You Hear About Us Bucks? so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Folks... BetOnline.ag is back and better than ever. With teams back on the gridiron, all eyes are on another football season. And as always, BetOnline.ag is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface with even more odds, props, and contests BetOnline.ag continues to be your number one source for everything football. So, folks, just head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use your promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. Again, that's the promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll receive your bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for the 2021 season. BetOnline, where the game starts. (laughs) folks, welcome back to the Locked On Pitt Podcast. Let's talk a little bit about this Georgia Tech offense. Because this is an offense that Pitt has seen a lot of. It's the same scheme, Justin Fuente hasn't changed it much. It's not like they're going into this going against a foreign opponent, right? This is a very real game where Pat Narduzzi knows what he's seeing, he knows what to expect. So what should you expect? What is that? That, Jordan, that Virginia Tech runs, that could give Pitt trouble. It's pretty simple. Looking at Virginia Tech's offense, the run game is the big part of it. Because, again, I don't think Braxton Burmeister is a great runner of the football. I don't think he's a particularly talented thrower, which is the big thing. But the bigger thing, when you look at overall, Pitt has to be willing to defend the middle of the field. They love to attack the middle of the field. RPOs, slants, skinny post routes, double slants. Um, They will run all that. Glance routes, um, option routes, in routes, digs. Think of these routes. All off RPOs, all over the middle of the football field. They stress your safeties. And they have done this to an extent with Pitt, trying to attack the safeties. So Eric Hallett and... Brandon Hill, absolutely the biggest thing they have to do is just stay disciplined with their eyes, with their hips, with everything. Do not let things get overcomplicated. Don't put your eyes in the backfield. None of that. No, no, no. I get the running game is huge for for an Tech. They love to do a lot of QB runs, whether that's power, whether that's draws, Leave it to the linebackers. Leave it to the linebackers. But the linebackers also have to be noticeable of that tight end leak. You know, that's another thing that that Virginia Tech will run is similar to how Tennessee kind of used their tight ends and got them up the field and confused Pitt a little bit. So will Virginia Tech. They'll do that a little bit. But the middle of the field is the key. Period. If these guys could stick up there and play well, if Hallett and Hill... I think they're the defensive X factors of the game. If they can stick up there, play well, play disciplined football, there's going to be a lot of things that'll open up defensively for Pitt. Just blitzes, so many different things they can do on the back end. Because Virginia Tech is gonna, I guarantee you, Virginia Tech is gonna try and really attack Pitt's safeties. They're younger and inexperienced. They got success against them before. They have to. They're going to go after them. They went after Hallett last year and they run a lot of RPOs. They really do. Taking away those explosive plays, and those RPOs are where their explosive plays come from. I think they're going to try and run the football, but don't think that those RPOs are going anywhere. They're going to be there. That's where you look at their explosive plays the explosive plays that Virginia Tech has gotten against Pitt over the last few meetings and Blacksburg against 15 combined explosive plays over the last two meetings in Blacksburg. Not great. You don't really want to see that, right? That's the last thing, in fact, that you want to see from Pitt is explosive plays. Eliminate the explosive plays. Make them grind out those yards. I don't think they can do a 15-play drive on Pitt very often, at least consistently enough to where Pitt's offense doesn't get a chance to just run up the score on them. I don't see that happening. I really don't. I think that overall... As long as Pitt can guard the RPOs, can be disciplined in the middle field, and more importantly, Eric Hallett and Brandon Hill can play the game we know they can play, it'll be exactly what Pitt needs to win this game. But if you can't, if you keep your eyes in the backfield, you let some of those explosive plays happen, listen, we saw it against Georgia Tech, Brandon Hill has eyes on the backfield on a double-move touchdown. Simple as that. That's really all they need, Really? It's all they need. They have guys here in the in the rotation of receivers that Virginia has, Trey Turner and Travion Robinson, that are really dangerous. And they have a dangerous running back in Raheem Blackshear, too, that's shifty, can break some tackles. All you need are those guys to get out in space, catch one skinny post, catch one slant, one missed tackle, and they're gone. You know that they're going to be left on an island. You know that Howell's going to be left on an island. You know that Hill's going to be left on an island. It's just what the defense is. And they're not going to change because of that. But what you can change is how you read, is how you use your eyes, is how you use your leverage. Play inside leverage, force them to the outside, force Burmeister to make the low percentage throws, and go with it. That's what they should do. I think Pitt can win this game again. I think they match up really well against them defensively, especially as well. I think that Pitt can eliminate these guys. But keep an eye out for that. All right, folks, as always, thanks for making Locked on Pit your first listen every day. Tomorrow, I'll have Zach Gibney from WPTS Sports on to preview this match that will give prediction, keys to the game, and all of that good stuff. Now, don't forget to make your second listen Locked on ACC. Get all your daily ACC news in less than 30 minutes with ACC expert Candace Cooper. It's free and available on all platforms. All right, folks, thanks for listening, and as always, hail to Pit.